You've got a big launch coming up and you want to make sure that your audience is ready for it. You increase how often you're posting. You start talking about the new offer and all the benefits and why it will help them. You open the doors and are ready to welcome in your new students and crickets. You know that you shared about the new offer plenty. So why the disappointing launch numbers? Today, I'm sharing the number one mistake I see course creators make when preparing their audience for a launch and a few different things that they can do to fix it. You're listening to Chasing Simple, episode 106, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Build a course, they said. Create passive income streams, they said. Get rich and never work again, they said. What they forgot to say, those one-to-many income streams are great, but without an engaged audience that's ready to throw their money at you, being able to say goodbye to the rat race is almost impossible. And the most budget-friendly way to build an engaged audience is content marketing. Only, content marketing is anything but simple. You've got lots of questions, like, how are you supposed to know what to say and when? Who has the time to create the content? What actually works for building that relationship with you and your audience? And how in the world do you prepare your audience for your next course launch? If you're a course creator, future course creator, or a creative educator with questions like these, I've got something just for you. Chase and Simple, The Summit. Come join us from April 19th through the 21st, where more than 15 experts will share how course creators can use content marketing to prepare their audience for the next course launch. All you have to do to grab your free ticket to educational content that will help you build an engaged audience and prepare them for your next course launch is to head to amandawarfield.com forward slash summit. Again, you can grab your one-way ticket to higher course sales by heading to amandawarfield.com forward slash summit. The number one mistake that I see course creators make with their content marketing is that they're confusing their audience. There are two different ways that I see this happening, and then I'm going to share three different ways that you can fix this. Now, there are a few different ways that I see this happening. Often, if you're doing one, you're doing the other also, but your brand messaging isn't clear enough, 
or your content is all over the place. So for example, let's say you're a business coach and you want to help busy entrepreneurs improve their business and live their dream life. And you're posting everything from funnel tweaks to system creation ideas to how to get more clients because you run a successful business and you know how to do all of these things. These are all ways that you can help your people. And technically, yes, those all fall under the category of improving your business. But your clients, your audience members have no idea what to expect from you or what you're the expert in when you're posting about all of these different things under this very broad umbrella. What ends up happening is that when you're doing this, you end up with followers and email subscribers, and podcast listeners, and whatever else, you end up with all these different audience members that are following you for all of these different ideas, all of these different aspects of things that you've shared. So there may be a chunk of people that follow you to learn more about email marketing, and then there's another chunk that follow you to learn how to get clients, and there's another chunk that follow you for systems. And in theory, that sounds great. But in actuality, you likely haven't proven to any of them that you're an expert in any of those areas because you're hopping around from topic to topic to topic. And it's really easy for you to know that you know how to do all of those things, right? You live this. You live running your business and working with your clients and doing all of the things that you do in your business. You know that you know this stuff. But your audience sees such a small portion of you and what you do that it takes a really long time for you to convince anyone that you're an expert in something. The very small amounts of time that they see you when you're using that precious time to talk about this idea and then that idea and then this other idea and oh, and also this other idea. All you're doing is confusing them because you are all over the place. They see such a small portion of what you put out. This is such a small portion of what you do. Don't waste that time hopping from topic to topic to topic. The other issue that I see when it comes to confusing your audience is that you're not giving them enough lead time in order to prepare for the offer. When you are creating a launch, you should be preparing your audience for that launch at least eight weeks out. Although I aim for 12 for a brand new offer, but at least eight weeks out because When you start talking about a new offer a week or two before you launch it, you are coming out of left field for your audience. You haven't proven to them that you can help them with this problem, that you're saying that you can help them with, and you haven't even shown them that they have that problem yet. On top of that, if your content and your messaging is all over the place like we just talked about, they're confused as to what it is that you can actually help them with. If you haven't proven to them that you're an expert in, let's say, finding clients. If you haven't proven that you're an expert in finding clients, they're not going to put money in your pocket. They're not going to buy into whatever you're selling because they don't trust you yet. They don't know that you can solve their problem. They don't know that they even have that problem maybe. And I'm not going to go into launch strategy right now in this episode, but if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 103, preparing your strategy for your next course launch, because that talks all about it. But I did want to share this point because I think it's an important part of how you might be confusing your audience. So the two different ways that you might be confusing your audience, you're all over the place with your content and your messaging, or you may not be giving them enough lead in time to prepare for the offer. If you say, hey, this offer is coming next week, and then all of a sudden it's there, 
they have no idea about any of what you're putting out there. They don't trust you yet. You have to give them enough time. If you're putting a brand new offer out, give yourself 12 weeks of pre-launch and launch time, okay? So those are the two ways. But how do we fix it? How do we move forward not making these mistakes any longer? So the first way is to get very, very firm on your brand messaging. I want you to be able to tell me in one sentence, one sentence, what you do and who you serve. If you cannot clearly communicate that in one sentence, there is no way that your audience can communicate it either. They likely don't even fully understand how you can help them. And no, you don't need to create an ideal client avatar and tell me where they shop and what magazines they read. But you do need to be able to tell me what their number one problem is in your area of expertise. So going back to our business coach example, ask yourself, what type of businesses do you enjoy working with most? Ask yourself, where are they in their business journey? Are they brand new and looking for their first clients? Are they established enough to have clients but want to become booked out? Are they overrun with clients and need help creating new revenue streams? Are they somewhere else in their journey? Where are they in their business journey? And then once you've got that pinpointed, you know that you want to work with this specific type of business owner at this specific place in their journey. Ask yourself what it is that you can do to help them. What is a skill or topic that you are an expert in that correlates to a major problem that they have. Knowing all of those things will help get you started firming up what your brand messaging is. And again, I'm using that example for if you're a business coach, but you want to ask yourself, where is my person? What kind of person are they? Where are they in this journey that we are on together? If you're a health coach, maybe you're, what type of person are you wanting to work with? Are you wanting to work with brand new moms? Are you wanting to work with workaholics that struggle finding time to get into the gym? Whatever that looks like. What type of person do you want to work with? Where are they? Are they brand new to the gym? Have they been in and out for years? Are they experts, but they just need accountability? What does that look like? Where are they in that health journey? And what is their problem? How do you solve it? How do you fix it? What skill do you have that can correlate to a major problem that they have that you can help solve? You have to know these different things in order to firm up what your brand messaging is. Once you know those things, work on trying to fit that into one sentence. Who do you help and how? So that's the first way to fix this. Get very firm, very, very clear on what your brand messaging is. The second way to fix this, to stop confusing your audience, is to stick to one topic for now. This is the fix that I get a ton of pushback on. No one wants to do this. And I get it. You don't want to only talk about one thing forever and ever. You're going to get bored of it. You'll run out of things to say, so on and so forth. Here's the thing. If you can't talk about whatever it is that you plan to teach on over and over again, you might want to reconsider if that's actually the thing you want to teach on. Because think about it. You aren't going to create an offer and then only have it for a few months. You're not going to create a course and say, okay, this is only available for three months and then I'm going to get bored of this information and this topic and then I'm just not going to offer it anymore. No, you want your offer to live in perpetuity. You want your offer to be something that you can push people to for years to come. But people aren't just going to magically find it. You have to continue to talk about it over and over and over again in order to warm people to it, even after you've launched it, because you're not just going to launch it and then just let it sit on your website. And if that's your plan, it is time to rethink it because people aren't just going to find it that way. If you're not continuously talking about it and continuously pushing people to this, you're not going to make sales of it. Here's the thing. New people find you every day. So you have to continue to show those people 
that you are the expert in your thing and then push them to it. This isn't just a, I'm going to prove I'm an expert in this one topic one time and I'm going to create the offer and I'm going to put it out there and it's just going to make me a ton of money forever. That is not how this works. And yes, eventually, eventually you will add to your product suite and expand on your topics and what you talk about in order to move your people through a funnel, but not right away and not for a long time. Russell Brunson says that you should make a million dollars with an offer before you create another one. And while I don't necessarily agree with that, the idea behind it is important. You want to make sure that you are fully established as an expert in one topic before you add in anything else. And the more you speak to just one topic, the quicker you become cemented in someone's mind as that expert. So I know it's not fun, but guess what? Running a business isn't all rainbows and sunshines. Yes, it's fun. Yes, it's exciting to be a business owner. But sometimes you just got to do things that you don't want to do because it's best for the business. Establish yourself as an expert by talking about one thing, one offer for months and months and months and months and months. Now, the final way to fix this, to stop confusing your audience, is to batch your content. And this might feel like a leap. Hear me out. When you are batch creating all of your content for an entire month at the same time, it is much easier to stick to a consistent brand message and topic. For one thing, it's easier to brain dump multiple ideas about the same thing at the same time. If you're creating content as you post it, you're going to struggle to come up with things to say, and it's going to feel like you're just repeating yourself. However, When you're batch creating, it's so easy to get into a flow with your writing, your speaking, etc., and then find variations that you can take on your topics. A lot of times when you're creating content, you'll be creating it, and then as you're creating it, you'll think, oh, that's a good rabbit hole. That's a good tangent that I could create a whole new episode, post, whatever on. For another thing, batching gives you the space to find creativity and inspiration again, and then come up with new ways to talk about your expertise. If you're creating day after day, you're going to end up feeling totally zapped and honestly just totally unsure of what else you can say about your topic. But if you batch your content, you've got three weeks each and every month where you're not creating, and you're likely going to get some new ideas flowing that you can then write down and use during your next batch week. And ultimately, what batch creating your content does is help give you a bird's eye view. When you're bogged down creating day by day, it is really hard to see what you're actually putting out there and how your audience might see it. It's really hard to get that cohesive view. But when you're creating a month's worth of content at one time, you are pulled back to that bird's eye view and you can easily see just how much or how little you're actually talking about your area of expertise. So... Number one mistake that I see course creators make with their content marketing is that they're confusing their audience. They're confusing them with their brand messaging and their content and or they're confusing them by not giving them enough lead time and preparing them for their offer. They're just throwing an offer out there and hoping that it sticks. And the three ways that you can fix this. First, get very firm on your brand messaging. Second, stick to one topic for now. And third, batch your content. And this week's action step is to go grab your ticket for Chasing Simple the Summit. It is not too late to join us. Head to amandawarfield.com forward slash summit to grab your ticket. If you're listening to this before April 21st, so right as it airs, you can still grab your free ticket and finish up the last few days with us live. And if you're listening to this in the future, you can still go to amandawarfield.com forward slash summit and grab the presentations for $97. We have some truly amazing presentations inside. You can grab all of them. We've got speakers like Jessica Rasdell, DeSola Davis, Ashley Carter, Megan Martin, Destiny Kopp, Jimma Bottom Carter. 
There are so many amazing speakers and presentations inside of the summit. So if you missed out on when it was happening live, do not hesitate to head over to amandawarfield.com forward slash summit to grab that bundle for yourself for just $97. Now this week's book recommendation is We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Let me tell you, this book sat on my bookshelf for entirely too long. I bought it early in 2021, like when it was launched. And then I kept telling myself I wasn't ready for it yet. I wasn't ready for it yet. I'll get to it when I'm ready. Don't let that mindset hold you back from this one because if you are like me, it is going to quickly become part of your must read at least once a year rotation. I learned so much from this book. My mindset has drastically changed and it's realistic. I'll put it that way. I've always struggled with the I want to have a, a growth mindset with my finances, but I also want to be realistic. And Rachel very much just nails that middle point. It is phenomenal. It's practical. Highly recommend We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. And until next time, my friend, I hope that you go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.